0: Hello, women of God. This is Erica and Nurse and we want to welcome you to the Upstream Pursuit podcast, the leadership podcast for Christian women going against the current.
1: Welcome back, Pursuers. We hope you are having an awesome, awesome week. How are you, Erica?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. How about you?
1: I'm good. Trying to find a man, that's what I'm up to. <laughs> oh,
0: that's right. You're you're still on the search.
1: I'm on the search. I don't know. I think I'm in love already. It's too soon. Oh, wow. It's too soon.
0: I'm sure all pursuers want to know now. No, no. We'll do a whole episode. Guard your heart. I know I am.
1: We'll do a whole episode on that. Speaking of guarding heart, that is actually a great segue for today because I know last time I told you that one of my goals for the year was to grow in humility because I did not end the year very well. There's just been a few things that I feel like the Lord has been testing me in. I haven't always considered myself to be a prideful person, but I'm learning that I have, um, like, I actually have a lot of pride. And, um, and so that's something that the Lord is trying to sanctify in me. And I know I mentioned that before. And so we thought that today might be a good idea. For us to just talk about what is pride and let's check ourselves and see if I'm like, am I the only one that's struggling with this or are there other people? You're definitely. I was going to say, do you struggle with pride issues?
0: Of course not. Oh, no, I gosh, do. And humble. I think why I'm laughing over here, on, <laughs> why I'm laughing on this side is because I feel like pride often creeps up for both of us, which is why we get in tiffs sometimes Oh so Facts. We both think we know what we're talking about and we're so strong about that.
1: Well, wait, 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 wait! wait. I know what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) Exactly, and you start getting an attitude, and then I tell you to like roll, like slow your roll, and then you tell me I have attitude. I'm like, I don't have attitude. You have attitude. No, y'all, for (laughs) sure. So I think we both should
1: totally see me and Erica. Erica, my favorite one was (laughs) that one time that you like don't no, you shut your camera because like you didn't want me to see your expressions, and I. I always...
0: I was making all sorts of faces Oh, my gosh. Day. Oh,
1: talk about pride. So what do I do? I unmute um, my camera to make sure you see my expressions. <laughs> it's hilarious.
0: No, but your pride then came out because you were like, did you actually just turn off your camera on
1: me? Did you just turn Wait, off your camera? You didn't like, have to ask me the question. I could see your expressions? And you were
0: like, hmm I was like, I sure did.
1: But it's funny because so fun. I feel like now, like we can joke about it. Yeah, yeah. So like Erica and I have this thing, y'all, where whenever I'm getting sassy, she'll tell me, "Wait, you say check your sass, right?"
0: Yeah. Or I'm I'm just basically like I don't you don't need I don't need all that sass.
1: And I'll say like you don't need to be so sensitive or something like that, <laughs> like something real stupid,
0: which is completely inappropriate and insensitive. Ex- exactly.
1: But. I'm like you need to not be so. sensitive. Then have <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but um <laughs> No, but honestly, like I know we're joking about it and we'll see kind of as we just develop the conversation that pride is actually detestable to the Lord. And so you know, we can laugh about it all day and all of that. But if we're wanting to walk in a way that pleases God, we have to figure out a way to check our pride. And one thing is that we all struggle with it. And I'm so sorry to break it to anyone who's listening. If you think that you don't have pride you're being prideful. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> busted.
1: So busted. Yeah. So our goal is just to get to the point where we can recognize it and then do whatever we can to submit that pride before the Lord. Um, that way we can walk in a way that is pleasing to him. And so um, there's a couple of things. So number one is, you know, what is pride? Um, so pride can mean um, having an opinion of ourselves that is um high and mighty so it's like our, a high opinion of our own worth and our own ability it can also mean feeling that we're better than someone else it can also mean self-respect in a way we want to have self-respect but i think uh, there's maybe a line where your self-respect sort of just makes, again, makes it seem like you're you're better than other or you're superior to other people. Would you describe it that way, Erica? Or do you have another way that you would describe pride?
0: No, I think that's a really good definition.
1: Thank you. Well, it's not really my definition is, um, I'm sure, Webster or something. But, well, you know, I love Alan Parr, right? Um, He's a, a yeah. YouTuber. He came on our on our podcast at some point and he just recently did a video where he talks about being a good christian and like what are some ways if you were able to measure that and there's this yeah. one where he talks about the signs of signs of pride and yo i was like all up in my feelings because <laughs> i know i hit 10 he didn't even have 10 and I hit 10 out of 10 on all of these. Did you get a chance to see it?
0: <laughs> I did. I mean, I felt like I was doing pretty good at first, and then I was it was downhill. <laughs> it went downhill pretty quick.
1: <laughs> well, hold on. Um, Let me pull them up, and then you tell me which one it was that got you. Okay. Okay, so signs of pride according to Alan Parr, okay? So number one is... <laughs> assuming you already know something when someone is trying to teach you something guilty.
0: (laughs) Okay. Wait, he asked you to rate yourself from like a one to five. I think one being not so good. And then five being really good. What did you rate yourself?
1: Wait, which one's not really good. (laughs) One, one. Definitely. I'm going to say two. I'm going to say two. (laughs) Cause I am, I am teachable, but sometimes I'm like, I would
0: say I was a four. I'm pretty teachable, but like it depends on who's teaching me. Because like if my husband's trying to teach me, sometimes I'm like straight down at a one. Actually, that's a good <laughs> because he point. knows like everything.
1: So okay, so then you and I are teachable depending on who's the one teaching. <laughs> I can't agree which is so prideful because like literally pride is like (laughs) thinking that you're better than others because I just know more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so rate yourself seeing yourself as do good to perform a certain task. Okay, I'm gonna hit a four.
0: I would say I I would be a four here too.
1: Okay, being too proud to ask for help. I would say I'm a four.
0: I would give myself a four again here.
1: Yeah. Talking about yourself a lot. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) You know what? I think I get stuck on here. I think I would have given myself a two. I don't know if I'm being more critical or not, but often when people are talking, I try to relate. And so I'm thinking of my own experiences as to where I felt that way because I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. But like, trying to see if I've been in that situation. So I do think about myself.
1: Yeah, you're trying to be empathetic.
0: Right. But at the same time, I may not be listening to them as much because I'm, I'm thinking about myself.
1: <sighs> so another sign of pride. Thinking you are better than those less fortunate or different from you, I would say a five. I don't think I'm better than those that are less fortunate than me. Maybe a four. Because there is no perfect score, right?
0: Um, no, probably because we're all sinful. I mean, I think yeah, we could so. be in certain areas better and like feeling like we were very conscious of those things versus others. Yeah. There are some things that don't, but in pride itself, we're all going to fail. But um, I, for me, I would just say probably a four. I can't think of situations, yeah. but I'm pretty sure I've unconsciously done that or felt that Yeah. Way.
1: Same here. Same here. Um, okay, signs of pride. Being consistently critical of others. I'm like negative, negative two. Five, yo, <laughs> negative five, Negative <laughs> five. So bad.
0: I am just so big at efficiency and anyone who's not efficient yes. I'm so critical of and I realize it's a very weak side of myself so I I try to be very really conscious of that but I can be very critical of people
1: same um unable to receive constructive criticism see I'm going to be prideful again like It just depends on who's giving me the constructive (laughs) criticism. Like, if you're giving me constructive criticism, but you ain't following your own advice, I'm not going to take your constructive criticism. Oh, Lord, help
0: me. Yeah. You're so prideful. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Legit. (laughs) What was eight? Overly obsessed with yourself and your appearance. I need to be a little bit more obsessed with myself.
0: Because <laughs> you're, you're saying you don't care. I would, I give myself a four because weight is probably something that I think about more than I probably should.
1: Yeah, same. The last one is unwilling to submit to authority. I am not like that at all. Me neither. I submit to authority even if it's out of respect for the position and not for the person.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: <sighs> There we go. Well, pursuers, I hope uh, you found some areas that you may have not recognized where you could be more humble. These are just mm-hmm. a couple, some signs you may have more, but you know, again, when I'm looking at this and trying to think of why do we care about this? I mean, I think number one would be because it is recognized as a sin and mm-hmm. we are to flee from sin. And so it's important to know when we are crossing those lines and we are In a sinful place and to get back to um, seeking God so I would say number two would be because it can negatively impact relationships Um, pride is something that can cause turmoil between people um, misunderstandings miscommunications from people and it's all because it's about me 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 and not about the other person and that's not something God calls us to, to do or be as Christians I would say number three would be just productivity goes down. When we're prideful, uh, we become less teachable. And in order for us to be teachable, we have to recognize our sin so that we can grow. And if we don't, our pride can get in our way. And that hinders us from our growth and essentially our productivity. So we definitely don't want to go into that pot. And then it also just makes it difficult to commune with christ it's way too much about me 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 when you're in that pride state and we have to be dying to ourselves and be more like christ that's what we're called to do as christians so when mm-hmm. we are in a prideful state and we're like we've got this i can do it on my own i don't need to you know listen to so and so um that doesn't uh, create that partnership with god mm. where as humility it calls upon God in every which way. We're relying on his wisdom and his strength, not on our own. And again, that is something that we are called to do as Christians. So those are just a couple of reasons that I could think of as to why we should care if we're prideful and why we should seek to be humble in the new year. Well, all the time, but really we wanted to f- focus on that today as we begin the new year
1: yeah no that's that's really really good and it is pretty it is pretty important as you were talking Erica I was thinking about just the whole basis of our faith is one that recognizes that we have wrongdoings that we are not in good standing with God unless Christ is 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 interceding on our behalf you know yeah and when we are when we are prideful, We are not taking time to accept that we live in a fallen state, that we are constantly battling our flesh. Yeah. And we're not repenting we're not accepting wrongdoing you know right right, yeah and when we're not doing that then not only are we continuing in our sin a sin that god that jesus already paid for but we're not necessarily being transformed right because we're just staying there and then not only that if we believe genuinely that the word is the revelation of god to us right god's word to us then that means that we have to be in a position where we're willing to receive that word yeah you know when you're being prideful i know when i'm being prideful when i'm being preached that when i'm receiving a word that confronts my flesh and there are times when i am like no I'm just going to do my own thing, right? Because that's what I'm going to do. And when we do that, and we allow pride to take over, we're essentially saying, I don't need your word, God, because I already know, right? I know better. I'm a God unto myself. I am the law, as opposed to just being humble and saying, Lord, you know, what you're you're correcting in me, it sucks because it confronts you. But when we're humble, we're able to receive it. And then we're able to live closer to our purpose because our purpose ultimately is to become more Christ-like, is to right, glorify right. the Lord. And I'm thinking of, of, of Jesus as the ultimate model. I mean, I, I know I've, I, I quote it often just because it's one of my favorite scriptures, but it's in Philippians chapter two, which says that Jesus did not consider his deity to something to be grasped, his his god Godness, something to be grasped, if it is said that he humbled himself instead. So he didn't do anything out of selfish ambition. He didn't do anything out of uh, false motives. Instead, he just humbled himself and he gave himself completely for us. And I mean, like I said, he, he is the ultimate example. And I wanted to share, just a few other examples of people who did not do that, or who, in who whose pride actually had some dire consequences. I, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Pharaoh. Moses telling Pharaoh, "God says, let my people go," and he refused to let the Jews go. And as a result, it not only impacted him because remember that one of the one of the ten plagues. Was for the firstborn of each Born, household yeah. to be yeah. murdered, and one of those mm-hmm. kids who was murdered was actually Pharaoh's son, own Pharaoh's son. own son. But yeah. it he went through like ten different things that impacted an entire nation, yeah, simply because there was too much pride for him to lose. And so I don't know about you guys, I don't know, you know, I, I know that I am not a, a, a world leader, but I'm a leader in in my church, right? Like, I'm a leader at home in some sense. And, and I feel like what we can learn from Pharaoh is that whenever we are acting in some level of pride or stubbornness, that the implications of that attitude, it not only affects us, but it can actually affect those that are around us and that's a yeah. really scary thought. Yeah. Because I don't want to be as a let's say as a as a worship leader, right? Like I don't want God to put me in a place of influence where I have leadership and influence over a group of people and then my pridefulness affects them in some way. That's really sad.
0: You know? Yeah. We just had a situation not too long ago um, where uh, Ava's piano teacher had gotten um, my husband upset and to the point where he just wanted to kind of call it off. And I was like, Mm -hmm. hold on. You realize that you not wanting to just let this go can impact our daughter's ability to, you know, learn how to play the piano. And as something as small as that it can be impactful. You know, I don't know what God wants to do with Ava's talent if, if it is with the piano and for her to be able to play the piano in, in church someday or things like that. But you know, the trajectory of that simply because of a moment of um, pride, essentially what the situation was, was, was huge for for us. So could be small for others, um, large uh, large things for other people, but yeah, there's impact beyond ourselves when we are prideful.
1: And the other example was in second Kings chapter five, there is Naaman. He is the captain of the King's guard and he had leprosy. So God speaks to the prophet Elisha Mm -hmm. and he tells him if if Naaman dips himself seven times in the Jordan, he would be healed. But... Naaman that did. was humiliating So, and he thought yeah. he deserved something better so yeah. it wasn't until he finally obeyed that he was instantly healed and I think about that like that's something God has just been talking to me a lot about what I'm supposed to do versus like what he's supposed to do and I'm thinking you know how many times has God wanted to maybe instantly heal an area of my life mm-hmm. but he doesn't because i feel that there's a it needs to happen a different way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those are great examples of um where pride's gotten in the way and there's several more. I mean, the the Bible, i, I think <laughs> in God's knowing how difficult this can be in our lives gave us plenty of examples in the Bible of those who had pride and um, the repercussions of that pride. So we obviously know God does not like us to be in a boastful, prideful state, and he shows us ways in the Bible. But real, the real question is then how do we overcome pride? What does that look like? What do we need to do in 2023? If you have not thought about this or taken some time to really give your life some TLC in this area, what are some ways, if you found yourself in that pride test, needing to work on this area and you identify areas that you do have pride, how can we overcome it?
1: I would say, I mean, the the, the first and most important one is acknowledging that we have pride. Because if we are walking around, I mean, not doing a self-assessment, that's why one of the reasons that I was so drawn to what Alan Parr did is because yeah, like there has to be a time when you're just trying to be self-aware and see is this is an area of my life that needs to be redeemed in some way. And I know I say this a lot because it's so true, but it goes back to to David, King David, praying that prayer in some, uh, is it Psalm one thirty nine, where he's saying, "Search, search me, O Lord, and search my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting." So he is acknowledging that there are areas of our lives that are problematic that we don't even know are problematic. That was David, again, the man after God's own heart. How much more do we yeah. need to search and ask that same, you know, ask that question and say, okay, Lord, is there pride in my life? And how do I deal with this? Because then the, se- the second thing, Erica, is that there's uh, two ways for us to overcome our pride. One is us submitting ourselves in humility to the Lord and the other one is the Lord yeah. humbling us. And usually yeah. when the Lord humbles us it's not as fun.
0: Definitely not as fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they
0: all they often lead into embarrassment, which is never fun so yeah he says that they're fools
1: yeah well there is a verse that says that those who humble themselves will be exalted and those who exalt themselves will be humbled it's a promise in both ways one promise is that if you humble yourself he will exalt you so let god be the one to exalt but it says if we exalt ourselves he will also humble us so that's a promise and we don't want that we want to be um exalted by the lord i would say the other thing is make Um, Choices that kill your pride. So, I was uh, thinking about those moments where you have an interaction with someone and something they say or something they do like hurts your ego. I have a tendency to want to just like respond rashly, and I often do that. And it's something that I don't like about myself and something that I'm constantly asking God to help me not be so impulsive in my responses. We have to figure out a way to choose to kill that when we're experiencing it. Yeah. An example I was thinking of is going back to like submitting to authority, right? I am really good about submitting to authority. But there are times where I feel like I can do that job better. That is pride at its core. And so when I say choose to kill it, it's by like literally repenting from that thought and sometimes even going to the person and apologizing and saying you know forgive me this is something um my friend had, had told me that he had to do with even with his own dad because uh, he recently took over not took over his dad's church but him and his dad are, are co-leading and that was something a lesson that he had mentioned that he learned and it's like he's always admired his dad but there was uh, always some sort of thought that that he could lead better than his dad and he had to go. He literally went to his dad, washed his dad's feet and repented and said, wow. forgive me, dad, for thinking that I could do this job better. This is a man who has been doing ministry for decades. Mm. But then this but then, you know, from from his perspective, it's like I just came out of nowhere, has success, you know. For five years and then all of a sudden i think that i'm better than my dad mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like it's easy to look at that and say oh i would never do that but come on let's be real y'all like how yeah. many times have you sat there and thought i can do this better than my husband can i can do this better than Ooh. my boss i can do this better than my than my church leader i can do this better than my wife and it's like it's a humbling thought to be able to say you know what Lord forgive me that's not okay and just submit that to to him you know yeah the other thing is just guard your heart against it and then the last one is to pray So again, you know, we, I know, we know that pride is something that seeps into our lives. Yeah, And so our goal is to guard against it when we see it, protect ourselves from it. And one of the ways and most important ways in which we protect ourselves from it is by going to the Father and constantly being in relationship with Him Mm -hmm. so that He can show us whenever we are being prideful.
0: Yeah. And knowing that God gives us grace, that, it's so easy for us to beat ourselves up for things that we're doing in these areas, but it's, it's not always easy. I mean, our flesh wants to take, take hold all the time. So being in constant prayer, but also knowing that, you know, through prayer, God, God wants to redeem us every time. God wants to, I mean, that's the whole purpose why Christ came is to constantly bear that sin for us. So that when we come to him, he washes it away and God sees us as righteous yet again. And so take heart in this area. If this is an area that you're really, really struggling with, as we are, <laughs> Narcella and myself, that, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're wanting to seek righteousness. And with that, seek the Lord and the Lord will, will take us there. And I know he will.
1: Yeah, I love that part when you say take heart and grab hold of grace because when your flesh is being murdered yeah right by the spirit yeah it doesn't feel good Mm -mm. it never does yeah but that's the beauty of it that God in his love you know he says he disciplines those that he loves. yeah so it in a sense when we're killing our flesh and we're grabbing hold of that grace God is saying like thank you you know like Mm -hmm. you're grabbing Hold of my grace. I don't need you to be strong on your own. When you do that, that's prideful. Mm
0: -hmm. When you're
1: submitting yourself to me and letting me do the legwork, that's when we're operating in the fullness of humility. And that's just a beautiful thing that we have a father that just gives us the opportunity to be able to do that. So, Pursuers, we hope that this has been helpful to you. A lot of times when we're having these conversations, we're looking to grow in different areas. And one of the most important areas that we can grow in is in our hearts. Yeah. In our, our faith journey. And so we hope that through this conversation that God speaks to you very profoundly in your heart that he comforts your heart and that he shows you different areas where um, he wants uh, you and he wants us to grow so that we can be more like him
0: Amen. pursuers we hope you have a wonderful week and let's stand for truth pursuers